Rava. Embrace the chaos. Happy 4th of July weekend, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Drinks with Dads. We've got a great conversation coming up for you today. For this one, Joe spoke with his good friend from business school, Gabe Manis. Gabe is the father of two boys that he and his wife adopted from Haiti. They now live in New Jersey, but they've spent time in different parts of the country. And one thing we loved hearing about in this conversation was how Gabe is helping his boys to really cultivate their own lives while focusing on being kind and compassionate people. It's a good episode. Hope you enjoy it. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. Any questions or comments, you can find us at rava.co. Enjoy. All right. Cool, man. Um, well, thanks for getting on with me. Uh, we're calling this Drinks with Dads. So just want to start with what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so I am drinking a Bud Light. It's, uh, it's not too exciting, but it's uh, the one option I had in my fridge for tonight. So I love it. I guess we were talking about this before we started yeah. recording this, and I just bought a single beer at the grocery <laughs> store for this. So um, that's great. Cool. Well, we're here, you know, two dads uh, talking about being a dad. So how are you a dad, right? Like, yeah. Like how, so, how did you become a dad, I guess? Yeah. So, um, so you know, a little bit of my story, but uh, to summarize it, I guess, maybe in a little bit of a non-traditional way, but um, so I have two sons, uh, my wife and I carry, we've been married for, uh, I guess, almost 15 and a half years now. Uh, and in 2016, we adopted two boys from Haiti and, uh, they were, they were two and two and five in 2016. This is where this mat, the hard math's going to come in where you <laughs> quiz me on, on all the bad dad stuff. Like, okay, how old were they when they lost their first tooth to the day? And all that it's, stuff. So, it's coming. Uh, it's coming. I asked Carrie all these questions already <laughs> so she could actually help me get these answers. Right. <laughs> Yeah. All the gotchas are coming. Uh, so that was in 2016. It was, uh, uh, it was a decision for a lot of reasons that we knew, uh, for a really long time that that was kind of the route to parenthood for both of us that, uh, we were most excited about. Uh, it was a, it was a personal decision. And, uh, so, uh, probably about a two, two and a half year process, really long process, uh, to, to make it happen. And, uh, I mean, we, it would take a couple hours to try to fully explain what it was like to adopt, uh, internationally from Haiti at the time, but yeah, no, I think it's such a cool story, right? Like throughout this, right. We'll talk, talk to a lot of dads that went the very traditional, if you let's air quote traditional way, right? Like what is, traditional nowadays so and yeah. i think when we were texting about this like there's something even more cool and beautiful of being a dad to you know to people that you haven't raised from birth but like you are their dad and in every sense and definition of you know what what it is so i think it's it's fucking awesome um and and cool that you guys you guys did that so did you guys always have did you i guess as a uh a guy like did you always know that you wanted to be a dad or yeah, no. So, so the, I guess the, uh, the kind of real, I guess a little bit other piece of the backstory. Uh, so Carrie and I were high school sweethearts. Uh, Love it. yep. Just and, like we were MBA sweethearts. That's right. That's right. So that's how I met Joe. Um, 
was in what was that MBA school or whatever you want to call that grad school. Um, but anyway, so Carrie and I, I remember, so very long story short, Carrie went to Haiti in 2001 in the summer with her cousin when her cousin was adopting and uh, Carrie was in a position where she could go down for a couple of weeks during that whole process and get to kind of experience it. And so that was very, very early on in our, our dating. I was in, in high school, still really young. Um, and I remember when she got back, one of her comments to me was like, this is, this is what I want to do someday. Uh, and not just adopt, but adopt from Haiti. Uh, so that that's was so fucking cool. That's yeah, so fucking yeah, cool so, to know from that. You know, I'm sure that's a life changing experience. Yeah, it, it, it definitely was. So like, that's the fun part of the story. And, uh, you know, fast forward, 10 years. Cause it's not like we talked about it every day in the meantime there. Um, there was a lot of growing up and a lot of life to live in the meantime there to, to kind of get to the point where we, first of all, we, had, we got married, we got through college and we're kind of growing up uh, and kind of making the decision. Okay. Now it's time to start our family. And, and how do we want to do that? Um, it had always been there. It kind of always been part of the conversation. It just kind of naturally was like, okay, it's time to, to do this if we're going to do it um so all the pieces kind of came together and uh, that was probably around actually no i know it was in probably around 2012 when we really started looking into it more seriously that's when we first kind of had to reach out to the agency and write the first checks but so to speak yep yeah and just go through that process i can imagine you know it's funny being a becoming a dad is such an unknown process but it's so interesting you know, traditional in a traditional sense, right? You do what you got to do, have a baby, right? Um, you know, in the physiological sense to it. Yeah. But it's interesting to the adoption process because to me, right, we haven't gone through that, right? We are in yeah. our quotes, the traditional route. Like that is such an unknown process too. And to your point, it's it's a two and a half year process that or that's how long it took you guys. I'm sure for some people it's longer, yeah. for some people it's shorter, but some shorter. Yep. It's just wild to to have that to me, like to have that parallel of you know, unknown in a more traditional sense and all the unknowns going into an adoption sense as well too. So I just, I find that super fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a wild process. Um, Like I said, you talk for hours, there's so many aspects of it that are, that are, that are wild and uh, absurd and, and fun. I mean, there's highs and lows through that whole process, but that's how we, we came about adopting. So, no, I mean, I think one of the things that just clicked in my head too is, know as we go as we build this rava community right like there are shit tons of other dads that are going through the same thing right and it's like right right right. what about a dad who's just going through the process that says hey gabe i want to can i ask you some questions about this shit like um i'm all about it i've got a lot of thoughts i think the first thought is is uh you know don't wait 10 years in between the first time you think about it maybe and, and actually pulling the trigger but uh I guess from a really high level that, you know, it is a, not to say that, uh, cause I don't know what, I guess having biological, the, that experience is like having biological kids mm-hmm. necessarily. But, um, I, I, you know, I know that there can be surprises associated with that. So yeah. there, there is no surprises associated with adoption. It is a long drawn out process it has to be very deliberate. Uh, there's a lot of planning and, and, uh, uh, which was fine, you know, but I would say that if, if there was any advice, it's just, you have to, to be very eyes wide open and, 
uh, you have to be prepared for a really long process. So, yeah, yeah. fascinating. Can you tell me a little bit about like what being a dad means to you? Yeah, it's a it's a very broad question, Joseph. Yeah, so I think for me it's a few things. It's uh there's all I guess it's always the the stereotypical it's um uh, you know, there's an aspect of it that it's like the highest honor. It's a huge piece of your identity and it is uh but I think I take it with a lot of responsibility as well. Mm. Uh, so there's there's certainly pieces of it where there's there's a lot of joy that comes from uh being a father and, and being a dad to these these two boys that are awesome um but there's also just a tremendous amount of responsibility that i feel as well yep um you know it's not it's not easy there's certainly challenges i was telling you about my day to day it was it was uh <laughs> just a drag of a day let's say uh so there's, there's highs and lows, but so I think at the, at the, at its core and my wife and I, we talk about this too. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's a sense of, uh, responsibility first so that you can feel the pride in seeing the results. Right. So, uh, and maybe that has to do with kind of our approach and our philosophy a little bit, just on the route we took and it's a little bit of de- delayed gratification, right? It's about, sure. It's about uh, uh, really getting to try to mold these two human beings, I guess, into uh, really kind of happy, happy and healthy and productive and functioning individuals in society, right? So, um, and, and along the way, your your hope is that every day you get some joy out of it too. Yeah, I love that. You know, you didn't say raise them to be a doctor or raise that. Right. Like I love that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Right. It just feels like, you know, it's not a predetermined thing, right. You want them to be a functioning member right. of society, um, productive, hardworking, right. Like, yeah. t- can you talk like a little bit so, about those, va- like how you got, like why yeah, those values so, came to mind? Yeah. And I mean, I, and I'll say this too, and I, and I'm definitely looking at it from, um, you know, maybe from a little bit of a different lens, but I look at it is, is kind of like what, you know, the potential that they have too. And like, I see a lot of our role, uh, my role as a dad and Carrie's role, uh, as a mom is, is kind of helping them reach their full potential, which sounds a little cliche, but it's kind of like knowing how to strike the balance of being supportive, but also, uh, you know, inc- you know, pushing them a little bit outside of their comfort zone. Right. Uh, but knowing, knowing kind of how to strike that balance of being supportive and then, and then also making sure that, uh, you know, that, that ultimately you're getting to the goal where they're going to be the best versions of them, their little selves. Right. right. Um, they've, they, they've had a, they've had an interesting, they've had just as interesting of an experience. You know, I could talk about, Hey, our experience of, of becoming parents or my experience of becoming a dad, it was this two and a half year, three year process when we decided to adopt, like they, they existed in that process too, though. And they had an experience involved with that. So it's not, it's not just, Hey, what, what is, what does it mean for me to be a dad? It's like a shared experience. Right. So it's kind of more about uh, my role in the process is kind of trying to knowing when to push them harder to unlock what they maybe 
uh, can or can't achieve. Right. So, yeah, that's super cool. Right. It's, it doesn't matter. You know, your role isn't to tell them what to do. It's help them figure out what they want and can do. Right. 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 And, and even sometimes that, it last... is to tell them what to do though. Right. Like sure. sometimes that's exactly what, you know, where it's, like, <laughs> um, it's like, that's the, sometimes it's, Hey, look, you don't have a choice uh, today in this decision. Uh, but at other times it's, it's not that, you know, sometimes it's, it's more of that kind of coaching. That's, them to, yeah. that's so true. We were watching the mighty ducks tonight with Leo and like all he wanted to do yeah. was like right at bedtime. All he wanted to do was get back on his little car and drive around the couch and race around the couch. And we're like, <laughs> All right, dude. You like you literally don't have a choice right now. Like you're either going to bed or you're gonna yeah. sit on the couch with mom or dad. Sit down, yeah, and watch. Like you don't have a choice here, right? Yeah. And that's like the yeah. that's the yeah. most lightest way of saying like you don't have a choice. There are many other things exactly. that are so much stronger, but it's right. it's interesting. Where is that balance? You know, I'm. Yeah. I'd be curious too, right? As we dig deeper more into you know the role of dad, and I'll talk to you a little bit of like. Yeah. Where where dad's line is on that of like what is a choice and what is not versus mom or spouse or grandparents if they're helping take it like what dad dad's unique role in this this ecosystem that is a, a child's childhood and child's life and growing up. You talked a little bit about, you know, your role, Carrie's role in that. How do you see the role? Do you see the role of dad being different than the role of mom at all? Like how how would you articulate anything there? Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, my, my experience is with two boys. Right. And so yep. for, for us, that's what I can talk to. I can, we should I talk can... about that. Cause I'm about to have boy number two. So <laughs> be right on. and it's probably actually this pretty close of the age gap too. So yeah. We'll have, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, to talk yeah. More about that. So mine are, are, uh, nearly three years apart, two years in grades, right. Two grades apart. But, um, but, uh, I don't know, maybe, three months shy of two, uh, three years apart. Uh, but kind of those weird summer birthdays where they just fall a little off. Um, but I'll say this, like it's, it it is, it's always funny to see. I think that like, I have a ton of influence kind of being that, that male figure in their lives. Right. Um, in ways that maybe mom doesn't always have, um, and they look for it and they need that in maybe ways that uh, just naturally, I guess that they might not get otherwise, um, you know, and I don't mean to read or, or overstate or understate that in any way, uh, because I think those roles could work in a lot of different ways, Sure, you know, depending on situations, there's a lot of different dynamics there too. But, um, you know, I think for, for our situation, um, you know, they're around my wife, I think a little bit more than me. That's just our situation. I'm out of sure. the house a lot more. Um, so when I am around, it's kind of like, okay, what does, what does dad have to say today? Right. If I can't make it to dinner every day of the week, uh, but I'm, I'm there for, uh, you know, two or three nights a week for uh, weeknight dinners, which is a goal. Yep. Um, it, you know, it's more impactful than it's like, okay, dad's home. He just got back from work. Um, he was trying to get home in time to have, you know, so it's, it just feels like it's maybe th- there's an aspect to it of, of kind of role model or, or at least like, Hey, what? Yeah. Well, I think, no, but I think a little bit of modeling what, there. Right. 
Well, it's all, it's all observation too, right? Yeah. That's I've yeah. started to learn that really over the last year with Leo, right? Now that he's starting to really understand things, not only does Leo look to me, but he looks at other kids. He looks at mom. He 100%. looks at my, like my parents. So there's sort of this element of like who you are as a dad or who you are as Gabe, right? Yeah. Not as a dad, but who you are as Gabe. They look to that as a model of, okay, dad's hardworking. Yeah. So he couldn't make it home tonight because he had a meeting, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, you've got to think a little bit about the actions that you take, right? I definitely said fuck in front yeah. of Leo at the dinner table the other night. Yeah. I was venting yeah. and he, you know, he doesn't know what it is, but he like basically said it back in his two and a half year old way. But it's like, yeah, I can't do yes. that. Right. Like that is something yeah. like that was a good learning in one instance to say like, I can't do that. Right. Do that when you're sitting in bed at night, getting ready. And that's when you can say that. Right. But don't, don't put that in front of him. Cause he's going to mimic that and he's going to learn 100%. and observe that. So hundred percent. And it's real easy to, uh, you know, for me, if I, if I'm, uh, if I put that goal of trying to get home for, for two or three nights a week, right. Which honestly, I, I, I'd kind of be lying if I said I made three nights a week of dinners, but I try. Okay. Um, sometimes it works. Busy. I mean, you're like times out. It works. Yeah. It doesn't those times a year, but um, you know, it just it it kind of is what it is there. But when I am, like, it's so much more impactful, right? And if I have something stupid to say, it's even ten times more impactful. If I'm only home a couple nights, uh, you know, weeknights, uh to sit with them. Right. Cause I, you know, they, by the time they're in bed, I realize, oh man, I might've only had an hour with them today. Yeah. Um, so if I have, if I have real negative energy or if I'm pissed off because of whatever, uh, just happened in my day, it has nothing to do with them that they don't have the context to understand or, or need to understand. Right. Right. And it's like, you've got to make the most of that time, even with us. Right. Like, even though I work yeah. from home, so I pick Leo up most days, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but still he goes to bed, you know, I go home early. Yeah. I cook and he goes to bed right away. So it's even still like in the sense of I'm, I'm there cause I work from home and it's easier for me to get home and I pick him up and everything, but I still have such a, that limited time. So it's, how do you make the most time? And Ann and I have a lot of conversations about just being on your phone, right? In that yeah. time. That's it's yeah. so hard to do, right? Like that, that's a big one, man. And it's like, hey, if I do have an hour, um, you know, because I have to think about them too. And if they're if if they've gotten home, you know, they're at the point now where one of them's uh one of them, the older ones in sixth grade, right? Uh, and the younger ones in fourth grade. So they've got a little bit of homework, but they have bad days. They get tired. They come home. They're busy. Uh, but it's trying to be really, you know, so if I'm having a bad day and they're having a bad day and, and our paths are crossing, it's like, Hey, is that, is that small interaction? Like, am I the asshole for bringing my stuff home on top of whatever little issue they're going through? You know, that, that ultimately is really probably both issues are equally insignificant, but uh, maybe I should be a little better equipped, you know? So there's, there's like, there's all those thought processes of, of, uh, yeah. uh, you know, trying to keep things into perspective. Why, why I'm smiling right now is just because it's like, at what point can you get them right? Maybe sixth grade, right? It's like, yeah. Hey, I know you've had a bad day. Let's leave that bad day behind. I've had a bad day too. Let's, I'm going to leave my bad day behind and let's spend an hour. Yeah just doing whatever together, right? Something that makes us both yep. happy. And, you know, it's so it's kind of this reminder 
to help them, but then help yourself to say, let's just spend this, you know, this short amount of time, whatever that time is that we have together and let that stuff be because it doesn't matter right now. So. Yeah. It was so funny. Like the the kind of flip side of that is one thing I try to do and and I do most mornings is I'll try to take, I'll try to drive um, my, my older son about halfway on his walk to school when I can. Right. And I know this was, this was like, is it because he doesn't want through. you? Is that because he doesn't want you to drop him off, or like? No, it's it's because <laughs> the state of uh, uh, New Jersey's busing laws are ridiculous. So mm. uh, we live almost like two miles from our middle school. Is really what it is. It's, it's ridiculous, right? So That's they right. won't bus. We're like one point nine five miles from the middle school, uh, and and busing is only available if you're over two miles. So uh, yeah, it's awful. But uh, anyway, so it was funny. He was, he was pretty nervous back at the beginning of the year. Um, he was, he had a big test coming up or one of his first quizzes in middle school. So he was, he was really kind of on edge and we had talked about it the night before mm-hmm. and like, it was a decent conversation, but I don't think we, it was like super impactful to like make him feel a lot better about it. Sure. Uh, but I also realized that I was dropping him off and then heading into the city for a big meeting. Uh, myself that like I was kind of nervous about as well. It was for, you know, big, big work meeting, business meeting, whatever. Um, And so I told him about it and I'm like, Hey, guess what? I've got this. And I was telling him the story in a way to like clearly so that he was like, Oh man, you're getting ready to have a big day too. And like, you're getting ready to have this big kind of, you know, um, ELA, or English test as well, but in a, a slightly different way to put it in a little different perspective. And, and I think it really kind of resonated with them, which was pretty cool to see. So, yes, yeah, like empathy, right? It's like you're yeah, teaching yeah. them empathy at that early of an age is like, yeah, you're going to have a big test, but like dad's got a big meeting, right? And yeah. It, they're both pressure situations, just, right? And how do you manage through that together? Yeah. I just told him, Hey, I'm really nervous today. So I hope yours goes well too. And I can't wait to, to tell you how mine went tonight or tell you how well it went. And you, and you do the same, right? Yeah. 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 Let's let's talk tonight about it. Right. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. It's, it's pretty cool to have those conversations when they're starting to understand a little bit more, right. It's, they start to become, you know, friends in a way, right. You treat, you have different conversations. Obviously you still need to help get them to do, to go through that. But I think it goes, it, it just goes back to the role of dad. You know, it's as we're going through this, building this company and this brand, right? You can't define what the role of dad is, right? Cause it's right. so subjective. Yeah. But just every conversation that I have with different dads, it, it's, it's so varied that there are just so many elements of being a dad that is pretty cool about all of it. Yeah. And there's no, there's a whole lot of books about it, but there's no right answers all the time. Right. You, you, there's no shortage of opinions out there, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, uh, that, that you're going to have an answer for every situation that you get into, I think. So, um, I mean, we see it all the time it, it you know, we, we, uh, we spend a lot of time and, and effort maybe reading or studying some different psychologists around international adoption. We're like, Hey, we're going to be so well prepared for this situation. And right. Uh, very specific to what we think we're about to go through. And it's like, you don't know what you're about to go through, right? <laughs> in, in parenthood and about to be a dad. So I think 
as long as you go into it uh, with the best intentions and, and kind of knowing what you're, you know, from a really high level, like, Hey, you're going to, you're going to love these kids and, and uh, try to turn them into the best little versions of themselves. They can be, you're going to figure it out along the way. That's no book is going to tell you the answers, right? Yep. I love that. When your, your boys become adults, if, if you had one piece of advice right now for them looking out into the future, what, what would that piece of advice be right now? Wow. Uh, it'd be tough to give one piece of advice. A lot of what kind of the coaching we talk about long-term, it's not coaching, but a lot of the kind of like uh, maybe more insightful stuff or like the little nuggets that we try to get are just around in their hard situations, right? It's, it's about treat how you, how they interact with others sure. maybe and, and how they treat other people and how they, how we try to encourage them to have uh, positive relationships with certain good friends and focus on the good, uh, the good relationships that are around them. Um, you know, so I think that, that that's very, uh, that's very specific to where we're at in our, our kind of life today. But um, I mean, I don't yeah. think that that's not wrong. No, if, no, no. if the boys, if the boys decide to become dads, yeah. right? Like what advice would you give them about being a dad? Uh, so, so first there would be a lot of, uh, it, it, there'd be a lot of having fun with it. And a lot of, I told you so's, um, Ooh, that's a good one about all the, about all the annoying shit that happens on a day-to-day basis that they don't understand why we tell them not to do. <laughs> really being honest. And we do oh, joke with it. them about, we it's, joke it's, with them all the time about that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, there's a good chance that, that that'll happen with at least one of them. So <laughs> you got a 50, 50 shot. Uh, yeah. So we'll see, but I think that they're both, uh, so they're both very, very kind, like very gentle souls. They're both yep. very different kids, but I think at their core, they're both very, very, kind and gentle kids. Right. So, uh, whether that's general life advice, like you're asking about, uh, and kind of how to navigate the day to day or what it would mean to be a father someday. Like I have no doubt already kind of about them as people that that they have like a tremendous amount of kindness, uh, already. Yep. So cool. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's cool that you can already see that. Right. Yeah. As, as a sixth grade to be like, you know, you can see where that the projection of where that's going to go. Yep. Okay. My last question, because this is drinks with dads, I promise this is my last question. Drinks with dads. Okay. They turned 21. You're having a drink with them for the first time legally. You're having a yep. drink with them first time. Like, what do you, what do you admit to them? What do you like? Oh God, nothing. Nothing. I love it. I love it. Cause, cause here's the thing. So, and this is funny because uh, the reality is, is, so I have, so my brother's about 10 years older than me. Right. And he had mm-hmm. kids uh, much younger in life generally. So my, I have a niece and a nephew who are already uh, they've left college. They're um, 
beginning their lives and, and they're grown up now. So my role as an uncle before I was a father was to be the one to tell them all the shit that my brother did. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so that made it really easy on my brother. He didn't have, so he would not have had to have told his, in that situation, his, his kids, anything. Cause I've right. already been the one to do that. Right. And then kind of, and that's kind of our, our family's very, uh, uh, good, I guess, in that regard, right? So there's no lat, there's no holds barred. Um, so I would fully expect that that my nephew, who was <laughs> wow, he's almost 15 years older than my, I guess about yeah, about 12, 15 years older than the boys, right? That like he will he will have that role. So my goal when I have my first drink with my sons will be to deny everything. <laughs> tell them nothing i love it i love it yep. i thought you were gonna say like your brother is gonna play that role right he, he will too like yeah he, he kind of already does yeah so it'll be a mix i don't honestly i don't know which one will but the end result will be the same that i'll tell them nothing i'll deny everything i love so, it yeah. awesome <laughs> awesome well thanks for chatting this is great i yeah, love I, lo- I think you've got a great perspective of being a dad you're crushing it as being a dad so appreciate you sharing what it means to you and how the journey's going. It's always good to talk to you.